Welcome back to another episode of the Hustle Squad podcast. This podcast was with our fourth external guest, Jackson. Jackson is my best mate and it was filmed on the 11th of August, 2022. Now, word of warning here, this podcast has absolutely nothing to do with match betting. However, I promise you it is a very entertaining podcast. Most of you could probably use it as inspiration, especially if you are currently in a job that you don't like or you're losing passion for what you do. Recently, Jackson quit his job as an electrician to chase a passion in a completely different industry. He basically has created a mobile coffee business in the last six months from absolute scratch and essentially decided to fuck it, pull the pin on what he was doing as an electrician. He was making good money, but he absolutely hated it. And this podcast shares not only his journey, but also the pains and the temptations that come with essentially getting stuck in the mud in your own job or your life and finding what makes you tick. We went into some pretty deep conversations regarding our own lives. I also shared some insight into my own decisions to quit match betting and the reasons as to why I did that to create the Hustler Squad. Jackson also talks about his footy career. And finally, I should mention that at the end of this podcast, I had recorded a phone call a few months back before Jackson had actually created his company talking about what he had planned to do with the goal in mind to actually post it once we did end up filming this podcast. This was filmed the day before Jackson's first ever coffee event. And I should update you all that he has absolutely taken off and you should all follow him on Instagram at the coffee chief and enjoy some of his creative videos. I hope you guys enjoy this one. If you wanna follow Jackson, all links will be in the description and obviously if you wanna get in contact with us, the same goes. Don't forget to stick around for the phone call at the end. It is a really, really interesting insight into what goes on and then what actually happens in a small business. All right, welcome guys. We've got our guest here, Jackson, as well as his, um, what you call it, dog, rat, whatever. <laughs> Ferret. <laughs> Ferret, whatever you want to call Chief, it. Chief, underneath Gerbil. the table, you've probably seen pop out um, halfway through this, but yeah, welcome on board, mate. Thank you. Third Thank guest you having on me. the show. Yeah, I know. I just got told that the third person on the on the show. Yeah, we, we've oh, been holding cool. off. We've kind of not got our editing process perfect yet, so we don't want to inundate ourselves with uh, backlogs. We've got, actually, you're the fourth, but it is the third that one that will get posted. We haven't posted a one that we filmed back in June um, with another guy. But yeah, um, you'll be the fourth official guest, but the third one that will be posted. So So you're saying I'm just a practice guy? No, you're just in between because the other one's been held back. Um, Well, firstly, who are you? I don't know. I'm I'm still trying to find myself, to be honest. (laughs) But I am. I am Jackson Bolton. Yeah. Um, I guess you're probably bringing me on this podcast because I just recently trying to start a coffee business. yeah, like it's probably we we actually like did a phone call what back five months ago and we yeah. just listened to it before. Yep. And I'm full in like I'm depressed because I'm like that was six literally six months ago. Yeah. And my build is like I still got shit to do like yeah. for the build for the build of the trailer like you just it's a horse float. Yeah. Um. It's it was a just a total shell and I've just slowly built it. Um. Uh, started with the flooring, went to the carpentry, um, the wiring, the plumbing, um, list goes on and you just find out that there's so much more to building like a um, coffee trailer than like yeah, yeah. than your first thought. You know, you go on YouTube and you go um, how to build a, how to build a coffee cart and, you know, 12 minutes, you're like, oh, that's doable. Um, yeah. 
but um yeah so that's that and um yeah we listened to that um that recording just before and that was literally like five six months ago um yeah and this weekend is launch first day first uh official massive event which is good mm, um yeah. down at uh melbourne strength culture which uh we are happy to sponsor at the hustle squad but um yeah we've been i've been i'm your best mate so i've been following the journey the whole time and it is uh it's funny to see you kind of saw you downstairs when i told you the date of that filming and you were pretty shocked you just, i couldn't fucking believe it june or something he's like no nah, bro it was march 30 so i i it's fine like we've we understand because we've built this business and having hustle squad usa for example we said that, that everything would have been launched over a year ago now it is launched but it's not um and we're still putting fucking shit together that should have been done a year ago so you'll learn not that we're the the gods of business but like you'll learn that mm. things take longer mm. if, if you think something's going to take six months it'll probably take mm. 24 months or exactly months, and, so. and we've actually we've actually lived together um yeah. for six months twice and two occasions <laughs> <laughs> first time you always used to say oh that'll be the end of it will never happen again and last year i moved in with you for what yeah. six months the, those stars aligned and was like all right we're gonna live together again yeah one of the um, worst periods of <laughs> <laughs> no it was um it was good little uh stepping stone to where i'm at now but um it was required so yeah, yeah it's um yeah, so as I was saying, like, um, yeah, we were living together and this was when um, I was in my period of quitting um, being an electrician yeah. and working at a cafe that was just walking distance from my house. Yeah, so I was living um, like close by to this, this cafe yeah. and um, as I said, Johnny was living with me. I was working like 10 hours coming home. <laughs> What'd you say? Like, <laughs> Oh, he was fucking stressed off his brain. Like, yeah, just completely not like... Sustainable completely completely <laughs> and tired and i used to just like come home from this like hospitality job um and plonk down on the couch and um and there johnny's johnny's in the background with sorry there's johnny in the background with his laptop tap tapping away tap tap and i'm just thinking that i'm like completely exhausted and i'm just like like this guy's like probably woken up like at like he'll probably wake up but he says 6 30 but he woke up at nine nine o'clock He'll work tap, tap, tap. And I'm like, that's a lot of work to like get to like where your business is. And I, I was jotting that down in my brain. I was like, I couldn't move because I was completely like, thing. but I'm like, starting a business takes time. Mm. Um, and as I've learned that five and a half, six months later, and I'm still not like in a, um, you know, like a functioning business yet. So um, yeah. There that is. There's the little bit background story on like... Yeah, definitely um, listen to the full... We'll put it at the end. Um, it's a very good, like full-on raw conversation, not put on or anything. I did have the exact intention to do exactly what's going to happen here, like re redo it later. And Jackson, with all due respect to him, probably had no idea about like the power of what that will look like now. And it's going to look really funny and it'll all come together. And as your business grows, you'll look back on it another year and you'll be like, fuck, that's nice to hear mm. and have... But yeah, like hearing you downstairs say, what have I done for fucking six months? Mm. I was like, eh, you've done heaps, but you just probably don't. It's like, it's like going to the gym. Every time you go to the gym, you look yourself in the mirror, you look the same, right? Mm. Every time, two, day five, day 10, you're not going to see anything, but do you stop going? You don't, you keep mm. going. You look yourself in 12 months time, you'll see the difference. So that that's similar to business. Like at the moment, you probably 
I mean, I can see the results because the, the thing's been there. I've had, what, one coffee there. Um, and it's very, very, it's moving, but it's easy to sit back when you're in it and say, well, what the fuck have I done? But mm. not realizing that you actually have done heaps, but it'll all grow over time. And this week's your first launch, so I'm sure it will go well. And then it's just a little stepping stone into whatever else you want to do, I guess, with it. But it's, it's definitely mm. going to work because you've had a passion for it and you're going to make it work so um mm. yeah that's pretty much what it's all been based on is like yeah i don't even know what like like every single day i don't know what's next um it's all based on faith it's like i have yeah. um i've like you you'd be able to like speak about this with um your osteo stuff but like um with electrical um I, like i wasn't gifted when i was like 18 to know what I want. Like some people are just gifted like um, at a young age and like, I want to do this. Like I like sports and stuff like that, but sports is not like your forever, forever journey. So I sort of fell into like electrical. Um, then you sort of like do the apprenticeship and you're like, all right, so I've worked for like, you know, four years um, making stuff or money, climbing through roofs and under houses and stuff like that. And eventually you want to have that payoff. So then once you like, become an a grade you're like i'm gonna make some money out of it and then that traps you in a little bit further and and i knew like i knew the whole time that i didn't love it i didn't like i wasn't like completely interested in it um and yeah so like faith was like deciding no that wasn't for me like let's try to find something that that does and i don't know where this is going to go i still don't know to this day where this is going to go but like i've just every single day i've got to wake up and be like I've decided that I'm doing what I want to do. Let's see where this is like going to yeah. take me. Um, so, well, question like, because you were you're what twenty nine, thirty now. You're mm. two months older than mm. me. Um, almost almost thirty as well. Um, and a lot of people will be thinking, well, is it old? Is it young? I think it's very young still. And a lot of people don't really wake mm. up to what they want to do until mm. they're fucking forty in some cases. Mm. So, still very young for anyone else listening. But you were making really good coin doing. Um, do you want to talk about like what you're doing in terms of electric, electrical, like in terms of MBN and stuff, or do you want to talk about that experience and how and why, even though you're still making a lot of money, it, why, why did you then go back to basically mm. making fuck all to, to yeah. move across? Yeah. Well, like as soon as I finished my apprenticeship, I started a business. I yeah. didn't make money straight away. Um, so like I was doing jobs for people, like just powerpoints and like just random shit yeah, like change light bulbs <laughs> yeah change light bulbs <laughs> and um changing usb points and stuff like that i try yeah. to get that going on but that never really took off um so um yeah it, it took time and then eventually like i just I, I just got a job that was paying was it was easier work more maintenance style yep. um work that was on a higher rate easier work um and I could do a lot more of it. So I was making a lot more money and I was working like ridiculous hours. Um, yeah, a lot of driving, yeah. A lot of driving, like driving job to job, fixing, get it, like getting out of the car, like half an hour on the tools, get out, go again. Yeah. Um, and that was like for, th- for three years. And like I was getting excited because I was like, I'm like, oh shit, I'm making way more money than like, than what I used to make. And this is great. Like all this sort of stuff. But again you'll be able to speak about that it's like you're trading time for money forever and like you sort of got to like yeah eventually i mean yeah there's nothing wrong with trading time for money what we mean by that is obviously 
when you're working for time, that's the only way to make money. Like you're getting paid an amount for an hour or whatever. That's absolutely fine if you love your job, but if you don't, then it becomes, okay, well, what else could I be doing? And, And is the money that I'm getting worth the sacrifice of the time? Eventually it comes a time where it's like, it probably, you probably mature enough to say, all right, well, we only live for X amount of years. I want to enjoy what I'm doing. Mm. Um, and I can, yeah, test to that myself, like osteo. Although I never did it full time, I was um, living off match betting, but still had the osteo business there, probably making, I don't know, 20K a year or something like that, just under the tax threshold. Um, whether that's a coincidence, I'm not sure, but. No um, coincidence. <laughs> what's, your, what's your background? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, no, there's nothing like wrong with what I was doing, but like, yeah, it was never a passion for me. And I always knew that, I would be doing something else eventually. Had no idea what that was until, yeah, 2020 when COVID hit and dad was sick. And then I started kind of, I always hated doing it, but I just said, I'll cut it for two months. And as soon as I cut it, like even if it was a two day a week thing, I cut it completely. My whole brain just clarified and, and cleared mm, up. Mm. Um, and Force of adaptation was it? Force adaptation, yeah. Force like one, in yeah. terms of like, income i wasn't relying on it but as soon as i removed it it just removed all this stress and then all of a sudden i could think clearly and then suddenly hustler squad was born out of nothing mm. so going back to you last year you i think you decided that you're gonna completely cut um electrical work which you knew would be a financial hit um mm. like you got mortgage i don't know if you want to share that yeah yeah mortgage mortgage right um like and then you've said okay well i'm probably going to earn what 20 bucks an hour doing hospitality work mm, it was 18 just quite 18 okay yeah. well fuck is that the minimum <laughs> probably not but like you know everyone that's working in hospitality you don't get paid if what, his boss should. i'll send that clip to uh, amir <laughs> yeah. if he's, uh, no the shout out to me i love him yeah oh, no, he's, he's changed my life. A king yeah no for yeah. sure he's a very knowledgeable guy and obviously another person that's mm. gonna succeed no matter what he does yeah. same same kind of thing but yeah, like what, when we say forced adaptation, um, what do you think is so good about, like, why do you think that's good for you to go from earning, I don't know, two grand a week, let's say, mm. doing electrical work where mm. you're driving around fucking interstate in some cases, mm. and then going back to earning 18 bucks an hour, what does that do? Mm. It like, it's almost like when you do it, you, you understand, like, it's almost like, um, we all need to like fucking like feed ourselves like mm. and if you haven't got income to pay for food like you have to do something to like yeah to to do that so like i, I guess that's what situation i was in i was like have, have a mortgage so i've got the big scary bank saying like come mm. come pay me like sort all of thing yeah all you're done i've got like you know food bills like you know um all that sort of stuff so like Cutting that um, and then waking up in the morning and being like, I need to find a way out of this. Um, yeah. So like, I guess it's just like, it's, it's almost putting yourself in, in fear. Yeah. Would you say? Like, yeah, yeah, pretty much like fear, fear in a way that if you don't act, you're fucked. Yeah. And there's a consequence. Yeah. Uh, it, we can, we had this chat, we can go on another topic about living out of home and, and living with your parents, yeah. same kind of uh topic but we'll talk about that a little bit later it's like if you if you um let's say you live at home we'll go on it now if, if you're um let's say you rent 300 a week mm. um you earn kind of a grand a week right um and then all of a sudden um 
well, that, that, that would be what your situation would be if you're out of home. So you're forced to pay 300 a week rent, mm. right? Before any other expenses. Mm. You know, $300 is gone every single week. So you're going to make different decisions if you were there versus if you're at home. So if you're at home with your parents, mm. not that this is wrong, but obviously we've had our discussions about this. If you're at home earning $1,000 a week and you're renting earning $1,000 a week, you're probably going to make different decisions because of the fact that you are forced to spend that 300 so you at home might go and then blow other money on shit because you can do it mm. um and vice versa if you don't have a thousand dollar income and you're living at home then all of a sudden you don't have to really do anything you just sit there in fucking mm. no growth phase and, and yeah, don't have to do anything about it so comfort yeah yeah comfort exactly and and comfort is is a massive uh drug that humans love and obviously it's a, a very toxic thing that people a lot of people get sucked into and all of a sudden two years three years passed and you've done nothing because you don't have to there's mm. no consequence mm. whereas if you have to do something about it then mm. you fucking act and you grow and mm. like you've taught me a lot about this shit from speaking to each other about other stuff and like yeah it's it's definitely all relevant so mm. yeah going back i've done it too like cutting even the match betting stuff i'd cut match betting for three months and have no income just mm. to make me realize that hang on a second it's not all about just income at the expense of like what you want to do mm -hmm. because there'd be times where like yeah cool i'm making two three grand on a saturday but it's like hang on i'm not happy with what i'm doing i need to do something about it so you cut it Mm -hmm. You make yourself appreciate money again, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden you make better decisions and you start doing what you want to do. So, yeah, that that's probably the main reason I don't do match betting anymore is because I don't enjoy the energy that I put into it disrupts everything else mm. because I'm too focused and I'm kind of I'm always an addictive personality. Like I'll do things flat out mm -hmm. and I'll overcome everything. Mm -hmm. um, as soon as you cut it, then all of a sudden you can direct your energy into mm -hmm. other things. So. Um, yeah, yeah it's, exactly. It's I think that. one of my videos, it was like, I was driving to go buy my like six or $7,000 coffee machine. And I was yeah. saying like, uh, it was, it was like a, um, yeah, this is exciting. Stop it, chief. Stop it. <laughs> Come here. Who taught him that? <laughs> Definitely not me. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I spoke about it and I was like, yeah, oh, wait, stop it. Um, I was like, yeah, this is um, this is exciting, but it's also like nervous because you know I'm 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 invested now. I've like mm. I've put the money down yeah, and like, there's no there's no way out. Like, so then, <laughs> and then yeah, eventually I had to like you know boom 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 make decisions. Um, and it's sort of like, for me, it's like snowball effect. Like once you once you invest, then the next invest like the next thing comes and the next things and it yeah. snowballs you in the right direction, or whatever. Um, so that's what's how it's worked for me anyway. Yeah, good. Mm. We probably should have introduced this at the start, but what are we wearing here? Yeah, I know. I did want to um, say this. I woke up this morning. I'm like, I haven't bought clothes for like, I haven't bought food. I, I'm cut down. I've cut down like a meal. Like I used to eat like pretty well, but yeah. like, um, so I'm like, I sent JP a, um, a Snapchat this morning with, with this kit and I'm like podcast ready. And um, he's just going, yeah, 100%. We're wearing the uh, the Moroccan style, um, uh, what are they called? What do you call them? I don't know what these are called, <laughs> but obviously we went to, to Morocco in end of 2016. This is obviously from uh, Morocco. We all got one and we used to walk around and 
Um, yeah. Actually, like we have also hats. Um, the more sort of Russian style hats. So we should have bought them. Oh, no, but I, don't, like, I don't like mine. <laughs> but Johnny gets a bit like ashamed when he um. No, I don't like, like things on my head. So yeah. Is Chief annoying you? No, oh, he's fucking not sure. But <laughs> do you have any questions for me? We, we'll talk more. Uh, we'll get the flow going again in a sec. But I have some. Um, I got a couple of questions for you. Yeah. Yeah. What? Actually. I wouldn't mind going down this path is like, um, like in terms of like match betting, I've never been into it because my brain doesn't work like that. It's like very mathematical. It's very logical. It's whatever. Yeah, but you've done it. Yeah. Yeah. I've done it. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say successful, but I've had a crack at it. Um, <laughs> but I want to go more down the path of like, like I'm interested in the way that you're going down like the, um, the Australian gambling scene. Um, it, it's an interesting one it's a touchy subject for, for some people people get a little bit um, like touchy on it um, but I'm just interested what's the plan there like wh- where are we going yeah you asked me this like in a private convo last year because we were kind of going deep into what our why is and all that because mm. otherwise you just get mm. fucking whatever like you just lose the plot and don't really know what you're doing with anything and just get consumed mm, by yeah, yeah. whatever right mm-hmm. and you said what's the goal like what are you doing all this for and then i'm like trying to work it out we watch that power video or whatever is it power is it ego is it mm. financial game whatever for me i found it and i kind of worked it out and it's definitely to the end goal that a lot of people probably won't want to hear this because it'll probably prevent them from making money but probably to completely destroy the industry in a way where promotions and specials are changed to the point where it's almost very hard to make profit very easily off these bookies. And Mm. people are like, what the fuck? Like you've made a business to make people money, Mm. but then you want them to be removed. Mm. If it gets to the point where it's removed, it means we've had enough impact to completely not bring down the industry. We're not like going to ever destroy it, but to have an impact on it enough to be able to make them change it, which we've already seen is happening. Like, for example, the other day, the system, Tom and Steve, um, Steve made an awesome spreadsheet, which all the new statements that have come out now with the monthly statements, the bookies are required by law to, to send out a statement. I've explained this to you. And basically, we put out a video to show that sports bet aren't truly showing the profit and loss of the betting statement. It shows a net result and a graph, which is nothing to do with the profit and loss. And the government has made them do this but somehow they don't have to show the true profit and loss on the statement, which is mm. absolutely baffling. Mm. But we put out that video to show that obviously, and it went a little bit viral. And then the next day, Sportsbet changed four words on their statement to say includes winning stake or whatever on the net result, which is, I mean, might, some people might say it's not from us, but we know for a fact because it, mm. it got 40,000 views and very much the next day it was mm. changed. But still no profit and loss. So we're making these small changes and obviously sports bets um, blocked me on Instagram, blocked Hustler on Instagram. Um, we've had a number of different other events happen which probably won't share. But like there is small inroads, like there is changes. And if it ever gets to the point, we're probably, I don't know, 12 months away from that, I'd say. Um, that would be the main goal. And if it gets to that, it means we've, we've impacted and we've helped. Because mm. if we're impacting, it means less people are losing mm. and obviously less money's being given to bookies. So... Mm. I guess that's my main passion and that has nothing to do with making money myself. That has like, it's past that now. Like we're, we're very, we're, our company's very successful. 
and it's beyond the point of okay we're trying to make as much money as possible mm. it's it's wanting to help people and then impacting the industry to say like a big fuck you basically to them um yeah so i don't know if which you is pretty much like those <clears throat> all the um uh what do you call it gambling ads and stuff like that like that sort of cultures like um, yeah which is pretty fucked at the moment like you can't get away from it well we do have plans as well that we like me and tom are, and probably whoever else wants to get involved we're, we're trying to get a third company set up starting next year 2023 which will be focused on more i guess awareness around gambling not not anti-gambling but awareness around how it all works and then getting into schools and educating from a lower from younger age Mm. to make sure that obviously people aren't getting sucked into the to the gambling way and that is going to have we hope more impact because we're going to get like ambassadors on board and we've spoken to a number of ex-afl players who are pretty keen on doing it as well as some other people in the industry and when you can get those people on board Mm. um obviously we we are impacting but we're never going to impact like for Mm. example if i don't know fucking Nick Rewalt was to come on board with us um, or someone really big, they're just going to have way more effect. Yeah, Matty Lloyd. Matty, Matty Lloyd, Lloyd call out. Uh, he's the guy, I reckon. <laughs> Matty Lloyd. Oh, man. I saw him like roll up. off hits if he was here. Yeah, he, he cringed <laughs> when uh, Hutchison was talking about um, and, and Caro were talking about the, the Channel 9 thing that they did and um, when she did have a go at um, Barrett as well. And Lloyd, was on. Caro's side mm. and you could see how he hated it yeah and Lloydie mate he's we're gonna call you eventually we're, we've held off because we're not ready yet to get you involved he's a straight shooter I get see I get all blushy when we talk about Lloydie yeah, to, to, to be fair that's the other thing I wanted to ask you actually just reminding me you came mm. from a heavily like sporting background as a kid mm. um, very athletic and obviously footy um, mm. and cricket but footy was your, your main thing and obviously you um, your uncle played with Manny Lloyd at Essendon mm. um, and yeah, I know you've always been a fan of old Lloydy. He wasn't Lloydie my favorite. Lloydy on, on the field and off the field. Like, yeah. who does it better than Matthew Lloyd? Seriously. Yeah, I've, I never used to like him as a kid. But now, having matured and got older, I can see mm. I definitely am a fan of him as well. Um, but yeah, we, we'll, we'll reach out to him and a number of other guys. Um, I reckon we'll get Lloydy on board for sure mm. um, once we get in contact with him, yeah. have a coffee with him or something. But his moral, like, his moral height, like... Yeah, is, straight back. Is... <laughs> He just knows what to say, what to do. Doesn't do anything wrong. No. Good father, family man. Yeah. Like doesn't fucking not signing up with bookies, selling himself to them, yeah. shit like that. Yeah, he's a good, uh, oh, somewhat good man. role model, um, and obviously a, a successful footballer. But um, do you want to talk about your footy or nah? My like footy. That? I mean, I want to talk about um, not my footy, but my health. Like, yeah. um, I was thinking this on, in the car the other day, like. Can you take this guy? Yeah, piss me off. (laughs) Fucking rat. (laughs) Mm. Naughty boy. So I was thinking the other day, like I've just turned thirty, yeah. Yeah. And um, and you would have seen me when I was probably twenty, twenty one. Yeah. In shambles, like health wise. Body, not health. Like, or you mean it actually is health? Like, well, yeah, yeah, injuries. Yeah. More so. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I feel like. I feel like I understand 50-year-olds um, better now, yeah. like from being in my 20s. So I feel like my 20s is my 50s. So um, I've sorted a lot of shit out like in my 20s. Like the whole, my whole, like the whole decade was dedicated yeah. to like, to getting like my body issues right. Like, 
uh, from my my two shoulder surgeries, knee surgery, lower back issues. Yeah. Um, I've gone to every single like I've gone to so many like, um, like yeah, yeah. different people to try to find like um, an answer for why I can't just simply go for a, for a run or why I simply can't just go for a walk, um, in without agony like as a t- I was 24 walking downstairs like sometimes backwards because my knees were like yeah were cooked and um it's made me learn like so much um about my health about my body emotional like emotional can like can um emotional things can like connect with um body but like i know know my health a lot better now um than uh than what i did um so like yeah in terms of footy um, yeah, I, I kept playing till I was about 26, 27, um, and sort of just like quit, um, mm. footy just cause it was just too much. Like, um, it was too much, uh, like mental stress on every single time I'd go out to the thing over and like my knees fucked, like, and I can't help it. Like, and I don't know what to do mm. anymore. And that was just like, it was ruining my mental health as well. So yeah um tried bike tried swimming all the, like they all um they all didn't really work um tried gym like all outlets i just didn't like i never had an outlet found boxing for some reason i've had three shoulder surgeries and for some reason boxing um may, like i can go a few hours without like any sort of pain um with that so so yeah, I'm just probably on the journey. Oh, my, in my 20s, I'm in the journey of like getting back to like health. Um, yeah. And you would have seen it and you fucking hate <laughs> No, I've seen oh this guy God. go through rubbish. Like he it's, just fucking sit there, complain. And to be honest, you take it for granted. I've myself touch wood, um, yeah. plaster, whatever, um, that I can do what I want to do. Mm. And I've... Yeah, haven't had that issue. Yeah. And I still play footy. I'm nearly 30. I feel yeah. like I'm fucking 22 yeah. still. I can do everything. I recover from games, no problem. Mm. Um, whatever. But like I rolled my ankle massively on the Saturday. I sent you the video and yeah. I literally Sunday it was fine. And it's yeah. like I probably I got away with a potential like yeah. broken fibula or something. So yeah. like shit like that. Um, but this, yeah, so that was like injuries like that are not bad. You go, you, yeah. injure, you injure yourself, it's, it's six weeks ones, yeah. and you go, okay, well, at six weeks I can do this. But yeah, yeah, yeah. for me, it was like, I was 21 and saying, JP, like you're a fucking osteo. What the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah, me? literally. And I used to send you, to, I've sent you to probably four or five people yeah. thinking that would fix you up. I've helped you myself and like, yes, I'll help you in the short term. And, and I'm not saying that it didn't help, but it's probably a deeper issue that you've probably worked out a little bit, but still not fully. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, it goes like, um, like diet is huge. Yeah. Like diet. Only massive. just recently, like in the last six months, I've worked out like what gut health does to like everything else. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Western like, medicine, man. Like, unfortunately <laughs> you need to look deeper into the holistic approach yeah. and a lot of, uh, not to attack medical professionals, but you need to kind of link everything together rather than just a kind of, the band-aid effect of a drug or, mm. or okay if it's that symptom it's this mm. you need to kind of look deeper and yes i'd, I'd definitely recommend mm. looking into people who have that more holistic approach mm. um naturopath stuff yeah. like that um, 22 weeks i would go to a, like a special specialist mm. knee not going to drop the name but like at some point that person needs to go hang on a minute 
hang, yeah. on, hang on a minute. This is not like, this isn't out of the orbit. He's like, no, no, no. We'll like, just see how it goes from next week. Come in, all yeah. this sort of stuff. I'm like, like yeah. that sort of stuff has like completely changed my life. Like, how much reckon you spent on medical? I don't want to fucking say forty k, fifty k. No, not that much. Maybe I don't know. After it surgeries all, like, and shit. If you think about like what I've, I've gone to, I've gone to parties. Yeah. To 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 engagements and thinking about my back's fucked here. Like yeah. I'm in a conversation and my, my my back's killing me. I'm like, how's that? How's that good for your like mental health? You, yeah. Like, well, this is a big thing that I had when I got in like the osteo industry. Um, when I was osteo for what three years, started it for five. I was very good, and I'm not saying that in an, in an arrogant way. I was very good at mm. the osteo. It's not a matter of fixing things. It's the whole approach of like making sure that the patient understands what's going on making sure they have a plan rather than just rubbing fucking shit down their back and telling yeah. them it's raining or whatever and say, mm. come back in a week, which that's the issue. A lot of people are, at the end of the day, that they're running a business, right? They have, they have you pay them to basically pay their rent. So mm. if you're paying them, that's them winning, but you're not winning because it's not getting fixed. Yeah. So there needs to be a balance and a trade-off. And something that I stood by at the start, which was probably the fact that I didn't do osteo for money. And mm. that's why I was never relying on it for an income. And I always used to say, all right, first first consult, hour and a half, massive history, treat, whatever, get some benefit, whatever. Have a plan. <laughs> have a plan going forward. But it, would be, it wouldn't be like, okay, we're going to treat you eight times over the next three weeks, come twice a week, whatever. Mm. It was, okay, come back when we think and mm. when you think you need to come back. Mm. And when the customer sees that, that's better. And obviously with your case, a lot of practitioners would be like, okay, we're seeing Jackson two times a week for the next 12 weeks. It's mm. like, hang on, are we going to go case by case and actually try and fix you? Or we're just going to try and fill the pocket and multiply that by 10 patients <laughs> yeah. a week. And suddenly we've got to yeah. look a, at it holistically first and then, and then try to narrow in on the actual injury. So, yeah, that, but however, like yeah. I'll shout out strength culture, amazing work. Like they yeah. do amazing work. I've, I've worked with them and they're ones that have seen, I've seen change with. Um, in terms of strength, there was other is- other underlying issues that caused um, yeah. me not to be able to get it. But 100% love all everything they do there. Yeah. Ashton, um, Doctor Ashton, um, she's been amazing. I'll message her, and she understands like hypermobility syndrome, yeah. all that sort of stuff, and not fuck around. Like she'll want to get the answer. Um, and I've had a lot of um, like yourself. Like I'll say. <laughs> I'll say Johnny like this that he go, he'll go uh, fix diet like you know and <laughs> that'll be it. and I'll be like all right I'll well fix I sent you to um how did you go with Jim Jim yeah that's another one so he helped you with um a, a pretty big decision and stuff going yeah like, last year or whatever I think he told you to quit your job or did he tell yeah, you yeah 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 like so that's that, scary that started too that. Like, yeah so like yeah Jim Jim was a um, tutor at my uni um he was he's actually a he was a doctor he studied medicine in Greece mm. and now he educates on pathology at at Vic Uni where we did, um, where I learned my osteo. And obviously he's someone who I've sent probably f- 20 people to. Mm. Um, he actually diagnosed my dad early on with mm. motor neuron disease where every GP was basically saying my dad had a cold mm. um, and shit like that where he, he, like you need to see the people who I guess are more, um, what's the word? Just get like more like diligent get, with their approach. Like they look yeah. into things yeah, deeper like the rather whole, than just get the whole picture. I mean, they, looking at they, it everyone from, gets a whole picture, but like yeah. they're, only, they're only like, I don't know. I don't even want to go down this path, but like they're only qualified in their thing. So like, let's Very just say they know a lot about yeah. like, they know a lot about like bones or whatever the, whatever yeah. it is. Um, however, this is sort of actually like, it's funny you say gym. 
gym's probably where it all started for me because yeah. like you know you, you go into a doctor's office and you'll be like you, know, you touch your balls cough <laughs> and like yeah um he goes he, he looks me like straight down the barrel and goes like um what do you do for work are you happy and mm. he looked into my soul and i was like no i just said no i was like because he like he fucking he hit me and i'm like no i'm not and i was like whoa and then same thing like he'll ask you sorts of questions are you happy in your relationship and i and like people would just be like these are the questions like um like the the questions that are like the the big questions how much sleep are you getting what are you eating like they're the biggest things that you need to like fix um before you, um, I don't know, wear um, ankle brace or something. I don't know. Yeah, well, it also goes back to how successful you are in, in your business. We spoke about with Rob, um, Yoannidis, a previous podcast, um, which has been our second most listened to for some reason. We've never pumped it anywhere. But he spoke about going off topic. If you're not ready as, a, as an individual, psychologically, emotionally, you, your business is fucked. Like mm. any anything you want to achieve is fucked mm. because you can't do and operate at your full potential because mm. of whatever mental strength, uh, me- mental stress, emotional stress, injuries, health, whatever. If they're not fixed, it's just going to be a, a not sustainable thing, and eventually something's yeah. going to break. So you need to fix yourself first, mm. and whatever that means. But you you need to do that. You need to ask yourself or get other people to kind of ask the important questions and mm. not just okay are you sick? It's like, okay, well, what are you doing? Are you eating well? Getting enough sleep? All that shit is something that humans, as we've evolved, just sort of gets forgotten about a little bit. Mm. And we're always on our phones. Yeah. We're changing. And obviously people yeah. are just fucking robots. And this is like going to get worse and worse. Mm. And you're, you're a big fan of like seeing people evolve and mm. seeing all the different things yeah. um, happen. But yeah, you need to go back and look yeah. at those questions because they are eye-opening. And a part of what I'm doing, right? So like, you know, changing my job and stuff like that. This like, the other part is like, I've completely scrapped my life almost like, boom, 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 put in the trash that I'm going to have in my like, in my journey, an unhealth, un, like an unhealthy, like my, my life's not balanced yet, like at all. So like, I think we spoke about it once was like, um, like quitting my job is mm. is exhausting. Like change is exhausting. So you're going to be like more stressed, all that sort of stuff. Um, so my life's not not healthy yet. Like I'm not like, you know, waking up at this time. I'm not sleeping at this time. I'm not switching off because like, but sometimes like when you make sort of certain changes um, like in your life, um, that will come with some like, unhealthy habits mm. which eventually you got to get out and not get sucked in well to i'm the like unhealthy that. yeah yeah like you got to go back to like it's hard because you're right you said this the other day you need to go down work you got to like you got to like put in the work to like build something like a plant a flower yeah but eventually when that flower is starting to blossom you need to go back to balanced life yeah but it's hard my, my main for me personally that's my problem mm. is balance and if you ask me what my goal is in life, that's mm. it would be balance, mm. and that's very easy mm. to say, but hard yeah. to achieve. And you want someone, to prim- someone send Johnny a, a, a um, someone send Johnny a, ta- a, a challenge to go sit in a park without his without his laptop. This was probably like seven <laughs> years ago, when I had fucking no idea about anything. 
and uh, no idea about my whys and yeah, being yeah. present and all yeah, that. Yeah. I was just a robot. Like yeah. match betting the whole weekend would just be on my phone mm. making two, three, four K, sometimes eight mm. K on the mm. weekend and think I'm fucking the king of the world at like 24, 23. Mm. And then all of a sudden you get to like 27 and you probably realize you don't have a clue about anything to do with like mm. what you're on the planet for or what your why yeah, is or anything like that. Yeah. And yeah, Jackson used to be kind of ahead of me or he still is ahead of me with that stuff and challenges me all the time. And I used to just laugh at it. Mm. And then all of a sudden, like there's been a number of things which Jackson says, which I just ignore and say he's an idiot. And then a year later, I'll say, oh yeah, you're right. And he's like, yo, I'm fucking- No, he won't, say, he won't say you're right. You'll, you'll say it. And I'll be like, bro, I fucking told yeah. you that like literally four <laughs> years ago. Oh, now it makes sense. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. People learn differently at different levels. And yeah, like you said, I personally have gone down a massive rabbit hole with the Hustler Squad, with the system, mm. and obviously with the Hustler Squad USA. And people don't really understand from the outside what goes on in a business. And I'm running three, not to say that I'm some amazing person, but mm. fucking it takes... My job right now would be wake up at whatever time. And then from that time until... Some days I sit on my laptop for from 8 till 10 p.m. Like, literally, I don't move. And, like, things go out of the fucking... The world passes. Yeah, I know. The world doesn't exist anymore. Food doesn't get made. Or, like, <laughs> you'll fucking sit there for seven hours. Oh. You won't drink or eat anything. You just get stuck in this, like, tunnel vision goggles. Mm. And it's just, like, you need to be careful because mm. you need to have the balance. And that's something that I'm definitely getting challenged by. Mm. Um the that goal's has to be a pathway there. out of Correct. That life. The goal is there to, to, to basically achieve the goals, mm. but you need to make sure that you don't throw everything else out the fucking window or out the bath while you're doing that um, because then you're just fucked. What's yeah, the point of what's it What's the all point of it? Exactly. So, yeah, now that, that's been good by you to keep me accountable on that front. Um, I've probably gone, taken a step back over the last three to four months. I was going well, um, start of this year, mm. but it's gone deeper into the hole. Um, and we have to find a way back out. Yeah, I, I think that the whole is because more opportunity has come to you, like yeah, um, and more goals and and more like you know, as you say, clocked, clock this, and then you need something. You can't to like, clock shit. Yeah, delete like, clocking as a goal. I've clocked this now, but yeah. then what's next? And you need something, another mountain to climb. Exactly. But then that mountain needs work again. It never so ends. Eventually, if you, go you have to like yeah to go. How am I going to turn this into a balanced lifestyle for the rest? Because we're 30. Yeah. You're not 30 yet, but you're going to be 30. And yeah. 30 is fucking like... Oh, for me, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, age. but like, you but know yeah, what I mean? Like kids, like kids take up a lot of time. Like, yeah. Well, that's my main... Like kids is what my deep goal exactly, is. Exactly, yeah. Like, yeah, cool. Make people money. Make a successful business. Be successful myself. But that's not true like satisfaction. My satisfaction would be to provide for kids and and have a successful family yeah. right they're different levels different things spectrum of whatever but yeah you need to make sure that you don't go down the um the clocking pathway because i think that's what i guess my goals were at the start like mm. beating things mm. and like for example like chess i go and fucking learn chess at 26 and try and clock it and realize mm. that, like it's not clockable or <laughs> like spend fucking 10 hours on my day on my phone playing chess all day online it's like yeah. I need to find balance with everything I do. Yeah. Same goes with like Forex. Tried to learn Forex, spent like three, six months doing it. Mm. Probably knew how to do it pretty well, but then all of a sudden you lose 15K in two weeks and it's like, well, that probably didn't work. So it's like, <laughs> that's when Hustle yeah. was born. So it's like shit yeah. like that. But 
yeah, you just need to be um, a little bit aware and, and take the ego out of it and, mm. and really ask yourself why you're doing things all the time. And yep. that's probably going to keep people get exactly, a bit more aware yeah. of everything. I think with the um, the coffee chief will be in, will be an in- interesting one because I'm sure there's like um, opportunities that will come. Mm. And I've got to remain like, why did I do this? Like, yeah, um, I might go, oh, here's, here's, a, um, here's an opportunity and like, this is great and fantastic. And then I've, I've lost why, why I started in the first place. And my why, when I probably start was like probably, yeah, meeting gym health. I wanted to get healthy. I wanted to enjoy my job. Like enjoying a job is good for your health. Like mm-hmm. being naturally like, um, I, I'm a people person. I'm not like someone who's fascinated. It's like, how that, how'd that light work? Like, mm. I'm interested in like, you know, people and stuff like that. I'm a bit like my mum in that sense. Like she's a people person. Um, yeah. So my why was like, I want to make coffee, get to know someone, like have an interaction, a good interaction, hand them a coffee or whatever it is. Even it doesn't have to be a coffee, just like some sort of like, how are you going? And that feels good for me. Um, so I guess that's got to always be the why. If I start going down like... Oh, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that, and then all yeah. of a sudden, I'm I'm actually like, running, wiring up a three phase um, bean grinder, while I'm not even getting to know anyone, like or yeah, interacting with anyone, like there's no point. Well, we played your recording before, and you were kind of I saw you listening to try and make sure that your why was still maintained, mm. and you said yeah, that's good, yeah, that's good, whatever, yeah. and then you heard bits <laughs> of like oh my god, like that's I'm a month away from doing my first coffee, and I started cracking the shit at yourself, yeah, and it's like you need to understand that like yeah, it shit takes longer than it does, but progress is there and whatever. Going back to what you're saying before about making decisions and then making sure your why. Um, mm for people who don't understand things like considering like okay i might be able to make i don't know two three times what i could mm. doing the other stuff to make mm. sure my why is maintained mm. and kind of taking the financial over the yeah, thing and you can get kind of down that hole yeah. and you're in a position right now i don't know if you want to talk about what you're potentially deciding to do and you you, you messaged me last week hey what should i do you know me pretty well or, mm. or one of the best people that knows you mm. um what should i do in this situation regarding mm. the springvale mm. business park i don't mm. know if you want to mention it yeah so like um i've been doing some stupidity videos on instagram yeah um and something just popped up and a uh like opportunity in a bi- business park in springvale has come come to me and like a like huge opportunity um so it's and i've just built the trailer i've just built the trailer i put my love like sweat tears blood all that is in my trailer and then all of a sudden a huge opportunity where like you know some some more stress and income can come in like over there and now i need i need to make a decision i'm like do i do i want to like live you know real like balanced lifestyle or do i like growth because i do like growth too Growth is good, like um, so is balance. So I'm, I'm I'm split between the two because, you know, you get like, sometimes you get complacent as well. So maybe it's just like, maybe the timing's a little bit off. Like maybe it's... Um, yeah, well, nothing is ever perfect. That's a, something that probably people, another thing we can talk about is chasing perfection doesn't mm. exist, unfortunately. Mm. Um, I think anyway, I mm. used to think it did. But um, <laughs> <laughs> maybe we've learned that the hard way. But yeah. um yeah, like timing is something that is important, but sometimes you have to take the hit 
in whatever way that is mm. to then grow. Mm. Um, bit of forced adaptation again. But mm. I think, and we've both established that you probably should go with it, I reckon anyway. And we're obviously going to try and help you do that in whatever way, like financially, like mm. you've got things to consider. Mm. And then you've also got like, yeah, your personal decisions to make regarding mm. balance. So mm. yeah, um, regardless, it's an awesome opportunity and an opportunity that probably only comes out of you putting yourself out there with your social media. Mm. Um, probably didn't have any idea what to do with your socials six months ago, but as we say, um, you just learn and, and go. The no best idea. best thing to do starting is just to do and to, to do it instead of chasing, okay, I'm going to do this, this, this. You just learn how to fucking film shit on your phone. you got a very creative character, which is very useful for this kind of stuff. Mm. And despite probably having no idea how to edit shit mm. in terms of the, the high-tech stuff, it's, mm. it's, it achieves its goal. And obviously, that's how you're growing your business. And you have to be able to do that these days, as we spoke about on the phone call, and you'll hear this after. It's literally just getting yourself out there in whatever way that is. It has yeah. to be on socials. Yeah, I know. It's... It's the world. I mean, what was your what's your line? Welcome to the world. Like that's where we're at. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> there's a bit of a smart ass. Yeah, I've got a bit of a, like welcome to the reality. Basically, yeah. like, like you know, wake like, up Australia. I'm not. I'm not sure. Like, because I haven't been in business long enough. But like, what people are saying is like, um, what everyone's saying is exposure. Um, what's the other word? Relativity. No. Ah. Oh. Well, it starts with R. Relatability? No, not relatability. For what? Relevant. Oh, relevant. Have to be relevant. Yes, like the news. Um, yeah, like it, it's. It seems like when you say the words like "Welcome to the world," that's what you mean by that. Like you have to be relevant. You have to be out there. You have to adapt to what's forgotten. in fashion. Yeah. Unfortunately, like you, you used to hate, or you still do hate TikTok, and and all that. Yeah, I hate like what it like consuming tiktok yeah because i enjoy making videos i actually like really enjoy Nah, it. but the actual tiktok oh fucking don't send me that shit like it, you don't want to sit there on your phone with the attention span of a yeah. four second yeah like the way fish, humans yeah. attention span yeah. is decreasing myself <laughs> i've got add so like yeah. i can't concentrate on like i want i can't read something i can't sit there and read something if you send me something and it's it's more than fucking four sentences i'm mm. not i'm not reading it yeah and man. it has to be in a video format or listening or whatever and, yeah. and if it's in that format I'll, I'll consume the whole thing and probably remember all of it but if I see an essay, which is, I didn't realize this until I was 26, 25, at uni, whenever there was an article or something, forget about it. And just like journal articles, all that research subjects fucking nearly failed all of them, right? Mm-hmm. But as soon as it's video and, and that, it's all that. So humans are going down that pathway I've seen on their phone. Yep, next video, next video. And mm. it's like, but at the same time, if you put out that content to the right mm. eyes, you can, mm. it's, it's a no brainer to use those. Mm. Um, platforms especially tiktok because as we've spoken about in the call later you'll hear one video we put out a video yesterday ninety thousand views and going and it's like the amount of exposure we've got fucking dms from left right and center it's just you have to do it like it's yeah. you're stupid if you're not doing it for your business yeah um yeah and so. um and then yeah as you, you were living with me i would see you on your phone like yeah you would not i'd be like hey johnny mm. johnny johnny and he'd be making a TikTok and I'd just be like, he doesn't know what day it is. And, um, and now that like, uh, like I have to do that, I can understand it's, it can be like a, <laughs> it can be like a little bit of a, a dark path too, because you're spending so much time on this, like on yeah. this video, like, um, 
and, and, I, and I spoke with you and Tom, I'm like, how the hell do I do this mm. and not get like consumed and emotionally consumed by yeah. it too? Like, yeah, you post a video, it gets seven views and you're like, what the fuck's it? <laughs> yeah, Literally like, though, no, yeah. it's a thing. And then you, when you go viral, it's like, fuck yeah, I'm the king. Like all these dopamine yeah. rush, see all the fucking notifications. Like, yeah, I've clocked it. One of my but- shittest videos <laughs> did good. And I'm like, I'm like watching the, the views go up. I'm like, stop going up. It, it, that's a shit video. And then I'll put like my love into in a video and then I'm just sitting in it and it's like, oh, like bugger. Like <laughs> that was shit. <laughs> yeah. But you did say like, you need to stop getting consumed by yeah. it. Like it, you get all yeah. this like deflation after you post something, yeah. you think it's going to go really well. I, I've done videos where I spent literally two and a half hours doing mm. it to post a 60 second clip. Yeah. And it goes like 300 views. And it's like, what was the point yeah. of that? Yeah, not even the views. It's more like, because you've emotionally invested into that video. Yeah. And you just, want to, you just want it to like, to do what it's, what it's designed to do and like not be a waste of time. Yeah. Well, um, that's the thing though. Like the monkey side of us, like we say mm, monkey. What mm. I mean by that, we always say it, a lot of people might not understand what that means. Instant gratification monkey. Yeah. We call it monkey. So yeah. like you want, you want instant results whether it be in investing, whether it be following a service, a tipping service, whether it be trying to make a, a grand in your first day doing match betting, all that revolves investing in crypto, expecting the, the coin to go to the moon, whatever. Yeah. That's all monkey. Like monkey That mindset monkey. is fucking, you're yeah. cooked. Until you work that out, you're done. So having, okay, I'm going to make this video and it's going to be the best video ever, having the expectation of I'm going to get 30 DMs from it and if it doesn't, it's a failure. Delete it because the long term of you posting 300 videos over three months instead of one video that's instant return is going to have better um, impact. And obviously the consistency is always going to beat the monkey. So that's the moral. Just keep posting, keep putting your shit out, keep achieving what you want to do. And eventually that's going to achieve more than, okay, this video is going to go viral. So yeah, um, Long term is the key there, patience. Exactly, and that's um, what that's what Tom said. Post it and forget about it. Yeah, literally, just leave it. And then it's just like it's Post your it. like it's just your job, like it's just part of it. And that's the big part of why um, the system, especially, has been so successful because we've got three of us making videos. We've got the podcast now. Hustle is obviously the foundation of that, but both are growing up fast and blowing up fast. Sorry, because of the fact that it's just consistency, and you can't ignore consistency. Um, the same goes with like strength culture, the way they've modeled their business have been really successful on their socials. Um, shout out to Jamie, get me on your fucking podcast already. Um, we want to get that on there. Um, and you can have a chat to him this weekend, but yeah, we want to get onto that podcast. So Jamie Smith, get me on your podcast. Um, <laughs> nah, but they've been very successful in that because of the consistency and it's not one video and you can't ignore it. Like at the start, we're copying all this hate. Oh, it's a bullshit. It's a scam, whatever. And eventually it changes to, Oh, you're just fucking trying to make money. Or if you do, if you're so good, once they realize it works, if you're so good, why aren't you doing it yourself? And then it moves to like, um, Oh, you only have 300 subscribers. Then it moves to, and it's just like, eventually you just filter out these people because, and we're not making the videos to, to prove anything, but the key moral is moral of the story is consistency will always defeat anything. Yeah. Um, and that's the key, like just keep posting and eventually you'll achieve what you want to do. Um, same with anything, keep going to the gym, you'll achieve results. If you're doing it properly, keep, just keep going. Um, progression beats perfection. So yeah. Um, don't know if you have anything to add to that, but no, that's straight up, (laughs) straight up consistency is key. Yeah. Same with anything like fucking health. There's no quick fix with health. Yeah, that's right. Same goes.
I'll tell you that firsthand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. You want to keep talking shit or you want to um, round it up? Uh, we could we could talk shit for a bit, but just before I forget, I just do want to thank the Hustle Squad for sponsoring me this this weekend. Yeah, I'm over here. Uh, oh yeah, but <laughs> they're watching. Uh, um, no, no I just want to yeah thank the the Hustle Squad. Um, uh, a little background story like is that I've you know invested a lot of time and money into um, my horse float, um, and they're coming in there. Uh, <laughs> pay for a tank of petrol, my stock cups um my chai my beans all that sort of stuff and just helping me out for this weekend and the tea tins tea tins which is extraordinary <laughs> price 50 cents a, a tea bag <laughs> for a little bit of tea and, and some paper but um no i just want to thank uh thank that before i forget but yeah happy to talk some shit too well we probably you want to make our own podcast mean you which we probably will do eventually i've got a list of shit that i need to do yeah. um behind all the other shit which will who knows if it will ever get done. Mm. But that one of those things is having a podcast with one of my best mates and basically just talking absolute mm. rubbish. Yeah. Maybe even going in like reviewing coffees and yeah, breakfasts yeah. and shit like that, which I think people will find yeah. interesting. But we'll, we won't have any links yet, but if we ever do, what are we going to yeah. call it? We'll, like, we'll, see, no, we'll see how this goes because no, this every, be everyone's got one of those mates that like you'll be on the phone with them and not a oh, word, yeah. not a word is said, right? So like I, I reckon I've chalked up there could be like you look at your phone oh fuck it's been four and a half hours like yeah i reckon i've spoken so on the phone for maybe six <laughs> months to a year of my life yeah maybe yeah crazy so like that's the sort of um so like in, yeah anyway with with um your idea you just want to talk some shit like you know yeah a bit light, light-hearted sort of stuff and but, yeah and i think this is the only like I, I feel like i've got like this feels amazing because i'm getting your full attention i've never got your full <laughs> I've never in history got your full attention last night. Yeah, no, I'm definitely someone who needs to focus and, and yeah. get that balance right with and focusing I'm, on fucking people and yeah. not being distracted by my phone or whatever. And to be honest, I feel like I've spoken about this with Kiro. It is literally, I live in two different worlds. So like I live on live in the phone world and the laptop world where I'm consumed by that. And mm. when I'm in that zone, I'm a machine but I'm also completely ignorant to whatever else is out there and the world just passes by. And then you've got this other world where you delete your phone, delete your Yeah, no, laptop. I don't think anyone's seen that, Johnny. No, nah, people have, but it's not frequent enough. Yeah. And the people who do see that, obviously, it's a different there's side a of me. But f- There's a weird side to Johnny. That's my there's goal. Weird, I want to get that Johnny out, that weird, that, like... No, that's it. That's the goal. I want to yeah. get to that. There's business Johnny who speaks the way he's speaking now, but there's another Johnny <laughs> they'll see it eventually but it's more not even the way i speak it's more just turning it off and once it's off and relaxed and i know everything's sorted because i like to have control over things which is probably an issue with mine which i've Mm. identified Mm -hmm. but for example like now hustler right hustler for the first 12 months was me and if i disappeared the business is fucked Mm. so if i'm not posting a video if i'm not responding to people in the dms sending them Eight minutes of voice, it's over. Not yeah. no sales, nothing gets done, finished. Now we've got two editors, comments on the TikTok sorted. We've got people in the DMs, so we've got a few staff members here or there that that have automated it to a degree, but it's still not fully done. We're a month off doing that, and what my goal is, as you said, is to get out of that hole, is to be able to okay film this podcast right now. I literally walk out of the room. The podcast gets edited, the clips get posted, <laughs> it gets fucking captioned, yeah, yeah, yeah. the timestamps are done, 
It gets posted on YouTube. It gets posted on Spotify. Gets posted on Instagram, TikTok, and then I just fucking go off and and relax. And yeah. obviously that sounds really selfish, but if you understood what goes on to get to the point of a business, which you now ask, why is that selfish? You're probably given four people jobs. Well, yeah, but it also is like okay, well I'm the one collecting all the pie at the end of the day. But the reality is, we've had probably 130 weeks of fucking six day a week 10 hours a day 15 hours a day some cases 18 hours a day work you've seen me wake up at you wake up from work 5 a.m and i'm still doing fucking yeah, recordings and he's like well, you've been up early i'm like mate i haven't even gone to bed yet so it's like whatever and then the day passes go to bed at like 9 a.m so not to gloat but that's what goes on and and it's nice to get the reward of, of the get out after a while um which i think you Seeing this probably get the advantage of not fucking it up like I have in terms of like going too far yeah. deep into that hole. I've been watching every mistake you make. Yeah, and that's every the beauty fucking of mistake. Yeah, <laughs> le- leveraging off people who do things first is yeah. the best thing. So like we've had people who will try and copy us in in ways, and that's fine. Like we're not gonna that's do that one hundred percent because the best businesses and the best stuff are copies of failures and made better. Talk about when you um. Rocked up in, in uh, Berlin and you didn't know what day it was when you walked out of the train station, this fucking six foot Aussie. No, it wasn't Berlin, it was much in... Oh, Munich, <laughs> sorry, yeah. I, uh, yeah, go back to that because um, that was during a time where you just won a premiership. Norm Smith. Mm. Two days earlier, before that granny, didn't even think you'd play because you woke up with back fuck. <laughs> And then, and then you next minute... Thank God, Ashley again. She got me out. out literally couldn't move. Yeah. Did you train Thursday night? So I did it. Tuesday night, yeah, I went in, told Ashton, that my, I said, my back's fucked. Um, but you didn't want to tell anyone else? I didn't want to tell anyone. And she's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I can't move. And she's like, all right, like jump on the table. And like, anyway, she's like, you, you're going to like sort of have to like fake this a little bit. Was this at footy training? This is footy training. So I was, t- I was Tuesday like, night before so a granny. Tuesday night. So Saturday's the granny. Tuesday yeah. night, I was tying my shoes up. Yeah. Um. To to get get in the car to go, and my back just went bang. Like I'm like, fuck. What was that? And I went down. Like I went down the floor, and I'm like, uh oh. Like what yeah. the fuck's happened? And I've just got like this like extraordinary pain like running down my back. Anyway, so I, like I I had to like roll up, climb myself up on the couch, get in the car, drive down to um, Baxmarsh. I was in Baxmarsh. So I was only like literally a, a kilometer drive. Um. Got to training and I'm like, yeah, Ashton, I'm, f- I'm fucked here. Like, anyway, so she she did some work, a couple of mobility stuff um, and, I f- and not many people knew that I had to fuck back at that point. Um, and they had a really big training session too. Like it was, you know, bring the crowd, like, you know, bring the people of Bacchus Marsh in. And I think I came out for the final like handball drill that everyone was like, yeah, let's go, like sort of thing. Um, and I'm like, what do I do here? I had to drive back to Melbourne, heat pack, Fucking so whatever. you didn't train the first ninety percent of the session or whatever. Yeah, yeah, just the last. Like, you tell the coach. No, no one knew. So you just went in. Just went in. Yeah. Didn't even warm up. Nothing. Ashton goes, you can't like say this because you you might not get picked. Yeah, well, with all due respect to the side, you're probably a pretty important cog in the side. So yeah, I know. You're but not going to get dropped. That, like in saying that, if like you, yeah, risky to bring an injured player into a grand yeah. final. So um, first, so so then the um, so Wednesday the the injuries now at like a i'm like 
uh, I've got doms throughout my whole back, like stiff as a board. You know, when you have yeah. an injury, like stiff as a board. So like, I don't know, a little bit of needling, a little bit of this, whatever. And then Thursday night, she's like, you're going to have to, um, like, you're going to have to train. Mm. Um, trained. Again, like on the Thursday night, it pulled up sore again. Um, and at, at this point, <laughs> I was just praying. I'm like, I got picked. And I'm praying that I can get. Did they have any idea morning. you were injured? No, no one uh, knew. Only, only, only Ashton knew. They didn't even know before the game. No, yeah, and right. I did like activations, fucking like get the glutes like firing so that like take all the stress on the back. No pills. No pains. I was worried about pills. You know why I'm worried about pills? Is yeah. you take a pill and you start to move like, like more freer, and that's when it can go again. Yeah, but hang um, on. On a Saturday during the granny, nothing. Nothing. Yeah, nice. Because it's like it's da- like I've had pills before, and that's when I get injured. Like, yeah, um, like I used to take like Nurofen to like get up, um, and then uh, yeah, game day. One of the one of the Sunbury boys made a comment. Like we, were, me and Ashton were out on the field, like, and she was doing like like throwing the ball down, and I was just like picking it up, make sure everything was right. And some like Sunbury guy got, makes a comment. He's like, Ooh, looks a bit sore there, mate. Like, what's going on? So he, they already knew. Like I was like Sunbury knew at that point that I was sore. Mm. Um, and he he came and like smashed me like off the ball like early on in the game it's tested out um, and then yeah that day like just amazing day like we ended up winning I got through like I was um, I came off off the ground more than I would normally which mm. no one really noticed but yeah I was just I guess I was just like um, yeah I was just lucky that like I you know, got through and then maybe a little bit of adrenaline and all that sort of stuff um yeah won a flag won the first ever backs marsh uh history's flag um and they the club hadn't made finals for like 15 years so very special very special memory for me um so that's that story yeah nice that was 2016 yeah 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 we lost a flag that year um yeah yeah i watched it the week before yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah. and that was massive because you went to europe like what three days later or, f- no, or it was a like, couple of weeks yeah, later maybe like a week later yeah because yep. I yeah still yet to win a senior flag I'm still playing so I probably will chase that for a long time um, but yeah no it was very good to see I wasn't there that day I think I went to Cairns for footy trip yeah footy trip yeah um, but I remember checking the scores and seeing Jay Bolton uh, three votes <laughs> yeah. and obviously um, a massive um, reward I guess for your footy career oh like that that point was like the point when the when the siren went was like it was like all that trauma that body trauma mm-hmm. was actually like paid for something like yeah mate, like i just i put I, I went through a lot of like you know mental issues with all that all that like pain and stuff and then yeah. i was like i've got something you know thank you i've got something that that came from that, that yeah. pain so i'm very grateful for that yeah sick and then what you stopped a year and later, you were best yeah, we on lost, ground in a losing granny the yeah, year we after. Lost, lost the year after, and then the year after, I was just like completely like worn out. Like I couldn't really sort of go yeah, anymore. Yeah, so 2017 was the end of your career. Mm, yeah, I played a little bit in the 18 oh, like, yeah. to help out towards finals. Yeah. Um, we'll try and get you back down at where I play, but how's that looking at the moment? Yeah, we dropped a game on the weekend, um, which probably will cost us. I mean, now we're in a position where we need to rely on other results to make it. Mm-hmm. We we fucked ourselves early by losing games where we shouldn't have, and mm-hmm. now we've had to play catch up. We went on a run where we've won like five in a row, and mm-hmm. then 
we're toppling everyone. We beat second. We beat. Uh, we lost after the siren <laughs> against third, which was controversial. Um, everyone basically ran onto the ground because oh, the, yeah, the, yeah. the goal was kicked after the siren went. But either way, we lost that. Um, and then obviously we've we've beaten fourth, fifth, um, and then we lost to sixth on the weekend, which now it's a massive logjam to get into fourth and fifth spot. So now we need to win on the weekend um, against fifth or sixth, and then we need to rely on someone else beating fifth or sixth. So it's out of our hands. We, we must win, and then we must rely on someone else beating. Probably fucked ourselves, but if we can get in, um, we, we've had some injuries to our top players as well, which is going to hurt, mm. but we'll see how it goes. Like Obviously, we've got one round to go, but... Either way, um, it's been a good year. Like last year, we had COVID and not really. We won one game for the year. Um, absolutely diabolical season in terms of we lost a lot of players early on, and then obviously had to to come back. and And now being an older guy, um, leadership group etc. has been a nice reward for effort to see younger guys, mm. I guess, grow under more leadership and and better players. And it's amazing what better players bring to a group, even if the list seemed like it was rubbish i was always optimistic in that fact that it was all belief based and and it's been evident like early on belief was rubbish because we're losing again Mm -hmm. but now since that's come up we're just winning games against it's just all mental so next year go again um hopefully we can uh recruit a little bit more a couple three four more players but Mm -hmm. the the league is so even and i think anyone can win it still Mm -hmm. um but yeah anyway i don't normally talk about uh footy because i like to keep a a private profile with all that yeah, rubbish because life, yeah. people, um, as you know, can be a bit, uh, I don't know, scathing, different on 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 TikTok. Do you want to talk more shit? Um, what the shit you want to talk? I don't know. Where's it? Feels like it's getting dark in here. <laughs> dark? No, it's fucking a bit cloudy outside. It's only about what ten thirty. Um, what's the time? I don't know. Ten thirty a.m. It'd be interesting to see how long this goes. No, I've got a um 10:50. event. I've got an okay. event this weekend. Um, it's the Strength Culture Cup. Um, my very first event, um, I, I did a Nepal event, which was, a, was a practice go. Um, but this is like the real deal. Um, so very, yeah, very excited about that this weekend. Um, actually nervous, oh, shit, I'm getting nervous, like talking about it, to be honest. Yeah. I saw at the start when all the lights went on here, you got pretty nervous Yeah, and it's been nice to see you. I'm nervous, um, like it, it means it means something. Relax now, but no, it, it'll be a massive day for you because obviously you've got there a very, very big successful company and and service or whatever product Mm. they've got the powerlifting comp and nice exposure for you yep um and obviously we'll we'll get some of these clips out from this podcast onto your socials and that should help as well um as well as make sure you do listen to the end of this phone call it's a really nice insight into someone who starting off a business you may be able to relate if you're someone who's not as passionate in your job and you want to kind of i don't know turn your life upside down and and go down that forced adaptation pathway but yeah, all right, we'll, we'll shut up shop because um, you're not worth more than a couple of hours to me these days. So we'll go downstairs, we'll fucking put this editor joint together and um, start putting out some clips. Yeah. And I've got to get some work done as well. So yeah, if you want to follow Jackson, follow him at The Coffee Chief. I'll claim the name of that. Um, yeah. This old mate's over there, the this chief the himself. Chief. This is the chief. In, meet the chief. Yeah, so follow him on his Instagram. He's TikTok, he's lazy, so he doesn't post much, but follow that too because we'll get that going with some clips, et cetera, et cetera. They're not going to be able to see you because um, I've got my camera on, but we That's can turn right. that on no, if you we, want to do that. We'll edit that in. Okay. Chief. 
But yeah, follow him. Put all the links in the description. We'll put the link and add the phone call now to the end of this podcast. Apologies if it's a long one. Um, but make sure if you do want to know anything about his business, send him a DM on Instagram. Um, doesn't have a website yet. He's um, slow motion Ooh, with that. Cool. Call him if you want. Put your number in there or no? <laughs> no number. No number. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting to see what his business does over the next few months, years, days, whatever. Um, but enough shit talk here. Subscribe to this channel if you want to keep listening to our content. And most likely, you'll see a lot more shit talk once me and Jackson start a another stupidity channel podcast. or whatever stupidity podcast so stay yeah. tuned for that either way if you have any questions for hustler dm instagram or links in the description see you later anything else no that's it well done well done yeah so what's this <laughs> this this is a um recorded podcast of how we started your coffee yeah, nice. You learn something every day. So what's your product? Um, my product. So we need to ident- uh, we need to define product. Well, how is your business idea going to generate you money or profit? Yeah, okay. So forms of profit is obviously selling um, the actual product from the thing, which is coffee and whatever. So juice, maybe muffins, um, jaffle, muffins. whatever. Yeah. Nice. That's one. Two, hiring it out to immense. Yep. So you go set fee, thousand bucks, whatever, um, yep. whatever it is. That's two. Yeah. And I guess what you mean by what's your product is like, how do you separate yourself? Is that what you mean? No, just how to make money is what I meant. Okay. So they're, they're, those are probably the two ways it makes money. Yeah, nice. So um, you said you kindly set it up as a sole trader. How big do you plan this on getting um yeah as i was saying before i don't want to go full down the fucking gary v um train. what does that mean conquer, conquer the world and, and buy a thousand trailers and, and stress my okay. stress my dick off probably a bit off that so i want to go settle down for a bit in between maybe a little bit of that with enjoying actually being in my coffee bam selling coffees getting to know um my clientele sort of thing but maybe Room for growth. I don't know. I guess maybe. Do you, do you have plans in hiring out your van and then also potentially making more vans or no? Well, if I. It, it's. This seems. I actually don't know what the fuck's going on, to be honest. I don't know where this is. I'm taking this day by day, but this is why it's good to have this conversation because, yeah, I, don't, I just don't know where it can go, but I don't want to be closed off to anything either, if that makes sense. All right, so what's next? So, what are you. How long until this thing's ready? Uh, well, I got the flooring in today. Um, hard to tell, but like the guts of it will be like close to finished. Um, making my first coffee in about a month. All this. So you plan to get ready in a month? Um, yeah, uh, there'll probably be some fine tuning like stuff, but I reckon a month. The, the guts of it will be close to like eighty to ninety percent done. So what? What does that mean? Like, how are you? What are you doing? You're gonna set up shop fucking somewhere, or you're gonna? Are you looking for business? Are you looking for people to host your events? Like, well, how are you gonna make it? Well, I'm going to build it, play with it a bit, see how it feels, see what what I can sell in there. Like, what what are we doing? What what sort of? Am I gonna look for footy games, some Aussie games, netball games, um, weddings? Am I gonna look for beachside? Am I gonna am I gonna 
tee up a um, permit for a, like a spot sort of thing. Oh, and I think I'll get that vibe once I'm in it and and whatever. Yeah, that's that. While while I'm building it, I'm getting I'm in the process of getting uh, permits and stuff like that. I'm trying to streamline it as much as I can. So, so is, is there boundaries on where you can set up? Like, yeah, there, there definitely is. But it's this is this is where it comes into to marketing and like and trying to get it looking as mick as it can because you don't you don't need a like you don't need a permit for a private like if someone said hey we're doing an event like um i think we okay went- so so basically this is very basic it's probably wrong but if you just set up on the side of the road you would need a council permit yeah correct but if you set up in a fucking school fate you don't need one yeah so you need to register your your cart to your council and you need to you need to have a permit for the spot the specific spot and that there might be some fees involved in that too and then if you want to, let's say a footy club goes, come down, we've got a day, like we need you, blah, blah, blah. Then that's just a, a private... Um, so there's no licensing fee or anything for that license? There, there will be cancelled fees, yeah, for sure. And registration fees and all that sort of shit. But not for like footy games. But the footy, but, but the footy like whoever it is might go, oh, we want a cut or something like that. Like it depends on... That's yeah, another, okay, that's so another that's you're dealing with that. Yeah, right. So in terms of how this is all going to start, obviously once the product's ready, once the, the service can run, once the machine is up and running, um, everything's working, then obviously whatever the fuck you want to do, you can. But how you're going to get that out there to people, how, like what's your plans? Well, that, that's the thing. That, that's the part where I need to create a brand and make it people that want something like what I'm selling out there. Um, what about... Catch an audience. If... if, if if my neighbour next door knows I've got one and that person knows someone that needs something, then that's... There's yeah. A, so. yeah, nice. So, well, what about, like, have you looked at the competition? Like, well, how what's going to separate your cart? Like, what... Is this something you've looked into? Is there many of these out there? There's definitely... There's definitely some out there, for sure. Um, horse floats, probably not. Like, the the yeah. size... The size and the style, I reckon... Um, yep. that I'm going for is definitely going to be one of the better ones that I've seen. Um, yep. I love that it's there's a few things that are going to separate myself. So I'm building a um, a electrical system that's going to be uh, battery powered for three to six hours. So that's not you're not going to have a stinky, smelly, loud generator. Yep. Um, some of it's solar solar powered as well. It's going to be small and easy and convenient um, sort of thing. Style-wise, um, presentation-wise, um, service-wise, I'm trying to get that as, as high quality as I can get it. But at the end of the day, coffee is everywhere. So you're also competing with, with cafes. So you've got to some, somewhat make yourself, like make a difference point, point, of, point of difference. Yeah. Well, I guess this is like obviously um, something that I can probably help with. Um, being someone who's not an expert in marketing, but I've definitely built Hustler from the ground up and seen what works and what doesn't and you can leverage off that but the first thing i would suggest is obviously branding it so logo making a name and a brand rather than you being the business mm-hmm. um that's the first failure of most small businesses is they have to be the brand and they, they end up if they leave the business it leaves um, which is mm-hmm. something i've previously been a failure of with like osseo and stuff but not as much with hustler hustler brand the coffee cart needs to be a brand so not jacko's cart um, that's my coffee to a brand too. So that's that. But then from there, you need to make it very so. Like obviously these days, um, best form of marketing is social media by a mile. Um, especially if you're looking to be going like kind of I don't know like where do you plan on going around Melbourne? Is it like 
whole Vic or is it Australia? Like, what's uh, Vic. You don't want to. You don't want to carry it. Um, coffee trailer around too much. Yeah. So just Vic, mm-hmm. and like what area? Specific areas of Vic or like any Vic? Um, no, no specific. Probably like somewhat close to where I am, so I'm not driving too much because yeah. I can't cost the petrol, especially where we're at at the moment. Yeah, fair enough. Now is is where the social media comes in. So I think best thing to do for you would be to paint a picture, like obviously paint the story of, of your journey along the way, which I, I know you've already started doing, filming, you create it, etc. And then in that story then becomes the little brand and that's a, that's a brand in itself. So like it's a story behind the brand. Mm-hmm. Gives the, the brand a little bit of um, a little bit of guts, which is people like to see a story. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get emotional, emotionally attached to the brand, and makes them more likely to engage in it. Um, and then from there, you can obviously get them to then essentially make money from that, which is probably going to be more so on a marketing level. You're not going to go and sell coffee to someone who sees your coffee cart, right? Mm. But you might get um, people that want to hire it or want you at their venue, which is I think where it's going to be a huge um, exposure on the social media channels mm-hmm. also then the selling coffee the selling coffee happens once you've got the the event set up um that's that's a given um if you're kind of monopolized at that event um you obviously make good coffee you're going to have good product so it's just getting the business is what's going to be the kicker i don't know if you agree with that or not yeah that's fair so you've got to sort of Develop a uh, a brand um, that's catch, catchy and got a bit of gut to it. We just make it make it very clear, make it simple, make it easy for them to be able to say, okay, I want you at this time and this place, and you can have that ability to do that. And that's going to come through obviously having a back end that's very very structured and and almost automated. So mm-hmm. someone might be able to click on a link and say, okay, I want this coffee cart mm. or this horse float at my location. <laughs> A booking Saturday between this time. Yeah, so you can almost have um, a booking system. Well, I mean, I don't think it's to that length yet, but in the end, if you're having like five horse slopes, then yes, um, that will, because all the stuff, like the time aspect of you running the business is all adds up. So you don't want to be constantly doing shit for the business when it could be automated from the start. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely something, a booking system, yeah, for sure. But going back even simpler, um, just having a website, Having a social media platform, Instagram, my personal favorite, which I know you hate, is TikTok, but that is by far the best marketing um, platform to get mass views on a single video. The potential to get massive off one video or get views on one video is ridiculous on TikTok. And honestly, if you know one video, that's all it takes with, with TikTok to actually get it, like to, uh, to make it, I guess. Personally, some of my videos, like one video might have generated like twenty or $30,000 um, or more some, in some cases from one video. So for, for you, you might get one video that goes viral and you get like 100 leads, which leads to like, 20 of of your bookings like fuck me you, you've nailed massive massive amount of um revenue for a whole year and you've probably created like ongoing revenue as well those people will come back and use you again and then from there it just works like word of mouth and suddenly you've got a brand that's that's then in demand and then you can then leverage off that and make more slates and service yeah. more people supply and demand but mm-hmm. yeah it all starts back to having the the website and having the clear process where people can do that yeah. For you right now, I would be focusing on obviously getting the horse float ready. And then from there, you need to have the 
the, the videos and shit that you put out are, are just going to be like sell it for you, but you need to have the products ready and, and the, the systems ready for them to, to buy in because there's no point having 300,000 eyes on your product and there's yeah, no ability for them to do anything about it. That makes sense. Nothing to sell. So, oh, like, so you have yeah. to wait another four, four months. Correct. And then like you have to wait for another viral video to cash in when it's like, okay, we'll make product, mm-hmm. make it clear, make it simple, and then just launch videos that can get eyes on your service because it's ready to go. Yeah. As opposed to launching videos and then making it after because you're losing um, potential there. Yeah. So it's almost like your, um, would you say that your your Instagram can be like your website in a sense, like where you have all your, your links? Yeah. Um, and then... I'd still get a website, but you can have that. Yeah, for sure. You don't need a website. Yeah. So it's almost like, yeah, your Instagram tells you tells people what, what you do in a very ba- mm-hmm. basic manner. TikTok is like catch people to then lead you to what we do or what they do or who, who it does. Yeah. And, and then, yeah. then it's just like a little bit of ring work like that. Yeah. So both of them have the potential to get mass views. Uh, TikTok way better, um, but Instagram is good for reels um, because it helps you to, like a reel can go to external accounts, not just the ones that follow you. Stories only to the ones that follow you. And then you can go like Instagram lives, TikTok lives, um, which probably would be a benefit to your service. Um, you can add extra things that people might not think about, like, I don't know, kind of like coffee videos potentially that aren't specifically selling your product, but it gets them to click on your bio, which then has the product there. Yeah. Um, you don't always want to be a seller. Like in a marketing sense, it, it can come across as too salesy sometimes. But if you're providing value to to the customer, like if, if there is an interest um, mm. in your product, or an interest in them to click on your video, then that's a win. And that's what you want to try and achieve. You want to provide value without always being a salesman. Um, and then the salesman yeah. does itself. Well, yeah, you're not like, I assume with some of the videos I've made, you're not, you're not selling. It's like, oh, we're doing this. No. We're doing that. You're just literally Correct. being your your brand or your Correct. product. And being authentic. They're either going to like or they're yeah. not. Yeah, spot on. It's called the, the VAR principle. Value, attention, and relatability. So you want to provide value to the customer. You want to get them attention, and then you want to be able to relate to them. So, like, there's no point going and, I don't know, talking about some boring shit that no one can relate to because no one's going to be interested in it. Then you lose attention, and then obviously there's no value. So you want to hit those three things. So it's called AVR, not VAR. AVR, yeah. Um, yeah, attention, value, relatability. That's that's one thing in marketing. Every single content product, every single bit of content you put out should have that in it. Interesting. It's very interesting, actually. I'm making a, a link tree, which is a little website thing mm-hmm. that's on the website, which mm-hmm. I showed you the other week, which shows you how to, like, you can say, put, okay, my story, this is my story, this is my product, you can book here, contact us here, follow our socials here, and then... Maybe you can add like a YouTube channel where you're doing educational videos on coffee or showing people how to make coffee or something, which could be like a free free thing as part of your company, which gets people and gets eyes on your service, which then leads to a product, um, yeah. which is something that I would do. Essentially, just putting out videos about you selling your horse float and your coffee won't be as effective as you putting out free coffee tutorials. Yeah. Because people will be like, oh, he's just trying to sell it. Versus, okay, this guy's providing me value for the coffee educational course on how to make coffee. And then I'm now, you're now um, getting customers from that. Yeah. 
tend to even make a make a coffee course. Yeah, interesting coffee course. And then eventually down the track, if you wanted to go full on serious, you make a um a coffee cart internship. Those people to teach them how to make coffee. Mm, or make Great. a cart, teach them how to sell business. Great. Interesting. That that opens the whole game up. Welcome to the world. Well, that's it for me. I have to go inside. Beautiful, mate. So um, hopefully people who are listening to this, if this ever gets out there, that that's a that's a genuine organic chat. There, that was not fucking stage or anything that's us talking shit so that is someone who's starting off a new business gone from an electrician to basically taking a year off work to start as a barista coaching and kind of working his ass off on a piss hourly rate um to learn um going from making six figures consistently really well and then going back and what me and kiro talked about today on another podcast was like forced adaptation so like suffering a little bit financially and then you had a period of how long like probably like two months where you had no income oh yeah probably what is it november to almost now i've been making a little bit of income but not much yeah almost- so like almost four months of like minimal income which ends up being forced adaptation because you need to grow and instead of going back and working as an electrician knowing you could probably make two three k a week knowing that that's not going to benefit you long term because it's not what you want to do you're not happy you'd rather take the four months Forced adaptation, learn what it's like to earn a dollar again, learn how valuable money is, and then all of a sudden mm. you're probably going to create a brand that will then generate you way more profit, which is just a byproduct of you being passionate and doing what you want to do. Obviously, the money is a byproduct of that. Um, you're not doing yeah. this to chase money. You're doing this because you want to do it, which is a good reason to start a business and a good reason as to why like you're providing value as your main reason to customers as opposed to, okay, I want to get rich. The, the person that is providing value as their why is going to be more successful than the person that wants to get rich. Yeah, that's right. So the, rich, the rich may come from it as a byproduct of you being successful, which is the way to go about it. That was just a little bit of an insight as to how you would plan and what can come from a basic idea and how, um, as Jackson said, opens up the doors. There's always opportunity to do different things once you have um, a, a clear structure and a clear product. If you're kind of in between with everything, you can get lost very quickly. Exactly right. Anyway, any questions before we go? No, you hit the nail on the head. You you um hit the nail on the head with the like you got to learn about money again. That's for sure. That's for sure. You can get. Yeah, that's definitely something that I've been heavy on, and we've spoken about this before. Like, okay, well, okay, stay at home as a as a male. Like, we can relate. We're 29. Imagine living with your parents at 29. And no offense to anyone who does this, but unfortunately those guys are going to be a little bit kind of what's the word maybe a little bit behind when it comes to independence kind of doing your own washing cooking for yourself looking after yourself um, all that stuff you might need Sorry? just just genuine skills that you probably need in yeah, the- life skills independence yeah. like you, you shouldn't have to rely on someone else and that's the expense of saving an extra maybe 100k over 10 years like i'd rather take the 100k give it to a landlord mm. uh, and um, have the life experience because <laughs> yeah. that's what the cost is. What do we say? Get what you pay for. Well, yeah, you do. Um, forced adaptation. Go broke and make sure you adapt. Put yourself under stress. Adapt. Um, otherwise, you'll just be in that comfort drug forever like a lot of people do get sucked into. And then when they get to 50, they're like, oh, fuck, I should have actually done that when I was 20 or 25. Yeah. You don't, you don't want that. Exactly. Just fail. Fail is better than doing nothing. That's it, mate. <sighs> Anyway, I gotta go inside. Right. But, um, nice talking to you. Hopefully, we can um, get some plans going, and in a month's time, you'll have a business that's uh, growing, and everyone wants to book in with you. That's it. That's the goal. I heard your coffees are pretty good, though. 
Oh, they need a bit of improvement. We'll, we'll, we'll work at it. No, I would say that they're top-notch. I think it was like top three in Aspendale or wherever you were working uh, previously. Oh, it's top five, yeah. It was ranked top five in Aspendale. Um, yeah. Since you've stopped there, yeah, I have got coffees and stuff from different people because obviously I don't live around that area and I haven't been able to attend that cafe because you're not working. But I honestly don't think... Yeah, I do the feel coffee sorry. was appreciated as much as it should have been back then. I think the people that I feel sorry for the people in Dell, to be honest. Yeah, um, I had a coffee yesterday and had to send it back. I felt really bad, but I sent you a photo of it and it was just a bit. Um, I don't even know. You said it was curdled. Curdled. Um, yeah. Had to actually get my uh, my missus to ask because I was too scared. Did you get a new um, one? Yeah, I got a new one. He actually, it was poorly explained by me because he came back and asked, because I actually changed it to normal latte, normal milk, not almond. Yeah. And he came back and thought that I was supposed to have ordered a normal milk first. What do you mean? Um, well, he didn't realize because he's like, oh, was that supposed to be normal milk? And I was like, oh, I don't know. And I didn't really understand his question, but I realized after he was asking me if like we made the mistake ordering the normal milk, <laughs> uh, ordering the almond instead of the milk. Yeah, right. But it's beyond the point. Like, I don't think that guy really understood coffee because regardless of what order I ordered, the milk was fucked. So yeah. it was fully separated from the coffee. So, yeah, that it wasn't my uh, stuff up, even though it wasn't. Even if it was, still the coffee was shit. So. Yeah, just get, get it right. That's it. Well, yeah, I think it was no sh- all show, no go. Because at the front, it was, a, <laughs> it was a big, like, everyone was dressed up and ready to go. There was, like, three three guys and girls working at the front. And then I got the, even the second coffee, the latte was just a bit. Uh, didn't don't think it was going well for them. Um, yeah, I might sit my um, truck out the front of their joint then. Yeah, you might be driving. A, <laughs> you might be driving a fair way um, down in Sorrento, but we won't. Down in Sorrento. Very very good food. Very good food. Oh, actually, should we give them a plug or now? Nah? Uh, no, you're not what you said about them. <laughs> no, like the food's elite. Um, oh, okay. but. I mean, there's, like, there's not many coffee joints in Sorrento, but if they hear this, um, shout out to the guy. He sounds like a pretty cool guy, entrepreneur, but food elite, um, too expensive, um, coffee shit house, <laughs> and, and um, what else? It was um, coffee. Use one of those, apps, you know those, Cheap you know those apps where you order by menu. Oh, is it like the yeah? yeah. So minimal like QR code, minimal minimal love, um, not a lot of um kind of customer engagement so that's a big um if you're going to do that everything needs to be perfect and unfortunately the coffee yeah, wasn't and is, i remember if you don't get that qr code right and there's mishaps <laughs> it, it destroys the whole purpose of it. yeah that there's another business idea i think um whoever's on the qr apps like th- those apps that are providing the service to be able to order mm. whoever's the, or, like thought of that is a genius but if you wanted to go international and kind of make your own app like that and mimic one of the ones that are already there. Mm. I reckon going to like not third world countries, but like countries that are a bit behind, like in like Europe and America maybe, mm. or cities where you can sell that app idea to restaurants, I think would be an elite idea, but I personally don't have the time to do it. Or I think that that's good. What's that? Indonesia, Bali. Maybe. I don't know. You know Bali better than me. I've never been there. They are busy. What's a- yeah, so we'll see what happens with that idea. But I reckon that one's a, a good one to get on top of if you yeah. have any ideas. Send it off. So I'm it and send it off. 
yeah, no, it's already been done a few times, but maybe just make it better and get in quick to some areas that haven't got it yet. Anyway, nice talking to you. Hopefully, right. um, we, we stay in touch and see how it goes. All right, done. I'm sure we'll succeed. See you later. Pleasure. Catch you, mate. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> Comfy chairs. We well, don't like him. Mm, could be better, but they're all right. That pink real pops behind that blue. Good. Mm. <laughs> Who's your favourite podcast so far? Uh, I don't really have many guests, to be honest. Guests? Yeah. What number of guests am I? Uh, three. Three? <laughs> number three? Yeah. Fucking, I thought, it was, I thought it was like 50 down the road. I didn't guess. Yeah. What Charlie, the psychologist, and I'm three. Yeah. Fuck. I thought it was way down the list. I thought it was like 26 or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, Chief. Off. Come here. When when are we putting this call on? Which call? Your call. Old call. Um, My call, I reckon it's one of those ones you go like, yeah, so I reckon the call, maybe do like a little a little clip of the call and then say like at the end of the podcast, if you want to listen to the whole um, yeah, okay. the whole call and put that after the podcast. <laughs> what? Have you got your hood? Have you got a, bro- have you got a brush in, in the bathroom? Do you want one? No, no, for you. No, I didn't use brushes. <laughs> I like this hood though. Hmm? Your hood's shit. Your hood doesn't stick up like mine, does it? <laughs> oh, it does. <laughs> hey, Chief, come. Get off. Come here. Fucking hell. On the on the fifth hump, you're out. What the claps for? Where did you learn all this podcast like stuff? So you just first podcast it just. So like the first podcast was just like learning and just. Or do you go on YouTube and learn all? We don't really water many of the plants. No? You don't need to. Look at them, it's healthy, yes. Yeah, no, very healthy. But like, probably two weeks? I don't mm-hmm. know, fucking... I put, um... I don't do anything about like I, that. um... I've got some plants in my coffee cart now. Um, but the only place to put them is on the coffee machine. And I've bought these mugs. So I'm not sure if they're going to, like, overheat or... Oh. Right. Well, that's no other place to put. <laughs> no, I will sure work it out. But yeah. 